0: Hello travel nerds and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts travel podcast episode 458458. 458. North Carolina has more American Idol finalists than any other state including the unforgettable Clay Aiken.
1: And we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way.
0: more of a Ruber, Ruben Ruben stuttered girl or a Clay Aiken
1: I was more a uh, Kelly Clarkson girl okay You're OG
0: Well I did look this <laughs> up cuz to me my American Idol fandom like peaked at Clay Aiken Ruben stuttered and I was like what season was that was that season 1 it wasn't it was season two. Two
1: right. So, did Kelly Clarkson win the first? I didn't year? go that
0: far down the American. Ra- I feel American like she Idol was the hole. first
1: one, but I I don't remember. It's been a lot of years since that. <laughs>
0: did you know Clay Aiken also ran for the U.S. House of Representatives in North Carolina in a district near where our beach house is, and might actually run again? Clay Aiken. Wow. Who knew?
1: All these North Carolina intro facts. I mean, uh, yesterday may- and today is it a theme? For all six episodes? It may be. Interesting.
0: You'll have to watch or listen. If you're listening to the podcast, you'll be getting these weekly over the next six weeks. If you're listening on Instagram and you're on IG Live, hello. We are doing these six days in a row, coming to you at 11 a.m. Eastern. Six days in a row as we close out 2020 and lean into 2021. And as we're recording today, this is New Year's Eve. So this this is it. This yeah. is the last day of a, of a crazy, crazy year, but we've got a lot to unpack from 2020, and this is our six-part year in review. So yesterday, or last podcast episode, depending on how you're listening, we did our 2020 travel stats. That's for all the people who love the numbers, and today we're going for all the people who love the stories. And I actually, I like both. Yeah. I love doing the spreadsheets. But for me, you know, travel is about the stories and the people you meet, and so we're giving out our superlatives, those awards that you would get at the end of the yearbook. You know, it was what? What was? Did you win a superlative in high school?
1: Um, best hair.
0: I won craziest hair.
1: Mm-hmm. And so that's best dressed.
0: Okay. And best, There you go. I want craziest hair in class clown, which I think, hey, I guess personalities don't change that much as you get older, right? <laughs> I guess we still that. fit those molds. So we're going to be coming at you and giving you our superlatives. And then we're going to ask you to ping us on Instagram, whether you're listening to the podcast later or whether you're watching live, uh, maybe, maybe even you give it to us live. Heather has an iPad right here. We're still working on our setup. So Heather's got an iPad. She is monitoring Instagram because um, we're going to ask you to chime in as well and give us some of your 2020 travel superlatives. An interesting year. No matter what (laughs) happened to you, whether you traveled more, that's probably not that many people, but I'm sure there are people out there who travel more or whether you travel less like us. Certainly, the word we could use is interesting. The word we could use is unexpected. Um, And we're going to get into some of that now.
1: Yes. And I have to say that with my answers, there's a common theme throughout all of them, especially when we're talking about places we went to or accommodations because we didn't have so many places There was much
0: less to pick from, which (laughs) made making this list a lot quicker. So let's get into it. Um, Right before we do, just so you guys know what's coming up, we just did our travel stats. Today we're doing travel superlatives. Next podcast or the next IG Live, depending on how you're listening, is going to be Best Drinks And then we're going to do one Best Dessert. So on New Year's Day, we're actually giving you two shorter ones, Best Drinks and Best desserts. Then we're going to go into Best Meals. And lastly, we're going to end with Best Experiences, which will unpack a little bit of some of the stuff that we might hit on here in this superlative. So that's what's coming up. And we always start with our accommodations. And again, usually we have, you know, whatever... (laughs) you we have 13 places we slept this year right our typical average is 50 yes. so when it comes to accommodations we have a lot more options which made these lists maybe a little repetitive but it was still fun to do and the first accommodation superlative that we're going to give is our most expensive accommodation so yes heth i'm going to give us a drum roll here because we got the sound working if you're on ig just give us a thumbs up or say yes that you can hear us uh when i hit the drum roll to make sure that it is working we think it is Your most expensive or our most expensive accommodation.
1: Yes. Again, it's slim pickings for 2020. And some of the places we stayed, you know, such as a family member's house, were free. (laughs) Sure.
0: They might come up on best value. (laughs) Right.
1: But the most expensive place we stayed at, in my opinion, would have to be our new beach house because we bought it and it was... It was not expensive. Cheap. I mean,
0: we'll give you guys the numbers. <laughs> I I yeah, it was it was not cheap. It was above six hundred thousand and below seven hundred thousand. Let's right. put it that way. Sure. <laughs> um and so definitely the most expensive thing we've ever bought. Um, by far the most expensive property. And yes, we obviously, as we've mentioned in a lot of our other podcasts, if you guys have listened for a while, it it is also an investment property. We will be renting it out. But the per night rate gets a little pricey there. For, for us to stay there because we typically charge in the in the peak season it'll be five hundred to seven hundred dollars a night. Um, right now in the off season we're charging three hundred and fifty dollars a night. So if we were to pay that sure. ourselves, that would be our most expensive accommodation of the year.
1: Yes. It's very true.
0: Well worth it though. Absolutely. Those views make it worth every single cent of that $350. Uh, the fact that you can walk down the steps and be on the beach, make it worth every single cent of whatever you would pay in peak season as well. Um, so our most expensive was, yeah, a little interesting, a place that we bought and then we we're staying in. Now, at, we don't know each other's list ahead of time. We did most of the same things this year, even more than other years. But I do have a few that I uh, places I've stayed that will come up that are different. But your cheapest accommodation of the year.
1: Um, my cheapest, I have written down here, is the hotel that we stayed at on the move down to North Carolina. Because I think we stayed at four hotels this year. Yes. Um and I'm pretty sure. One night that was, at each. Yeah. It was like four sure. hotels one night at each. I'm pretty sure that was the cheapest one. Um
0: It was the Days in mm-hmm. Wyndham in Wilmington, North Carolina. I think it clocked in at a whopping seventy dollars.
1: Yes. And I remember because I was like, Well, can't we get a nicer place? And just like, Well, the pictures look really nice and this is like thirty dollars cheaper than the one you want to book and it, it was actually Pretty nice. It was fine. Yeah, uh, mean, we were bummed the
0: pool was closed. We didn't think about that obviously because of COVID. The pool, the pool was closed, but we got there. The kids really wanted to swim. You know, we had just driven ten hours, and they were super excited to yeah. swim because we got in early enough that a pool would normally open six six p.m. or something. And yeah, Whit was very excited, and then we had to say, "Hey, sorry, buddy, uh, the pool is closed because of COVID," which he didn't understand. Oh. But um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of playgrounds and a lot of pools closed, unfortunately, for the little man. Um, The best value accommodation, and again, we have less, we have less options than before. And I kind of went back and forth on this because we actually got a lot of good, there was nothing that was really that bad of a value, but uh, I mean, we'll, we might have the same answer for that, but best value for you.
1: Um, I was trying to think of the best value uh I think it would have to be the place that we stayed at in Cape May
0: okay the chalfon hotel yeah I've said this as well okay
1: yeah because it's a really nice beautiful old, huge old Victoria yeah old Victorian inn essentially hotel uh so I think it's usually a bit more expensive but again because of covid not many people were going I think there were I don't know how many rooms there are at the hotel i
0: thought it was like 200 or something it, i'm not pretty sure large. it's pretty
1: large but i don't even know if 50 people were staying there so oh,
0: i i know that there were not 50 yeah I mean, I mean at least not 50 rooms booked right. 50 people
1: maybe i don't even maybe there weren't even 20 so it was a really good deal and it was a fun little trip that we took um in the beginning of summer. So. I'm
0: going to piggyback on that a little bit because that I had that as the best value. The other place, so we did at the very beginning of summer, the last weekend in May, what is that called?
1: Memorial Day.
0: Okay. I always get Memorial Day. <laughs> Does anyone else get Memorial Day and Labor Day mixed up? So <laughs> Memorial just, Day you- and then the weekend after we did, this was the first time you had slept anywhere different since COVID had hit. Um, so I had taken a few trips, but this was the first time, well, first time I had spent anywhere different since COVID hit too. I had just taken some trips before COVID you hadn't. And so this was the, you got out, you had that 150 day streak of being Mm -hmm. in our house outside of Philadelphia. And we took a trip down to ocean city, New Jersey. It's about an hour and a half away. And we decided to spend the night at a place called, I think it's just called the oceanfront motel and it <laughs> and was a
1: motel it is it is a
0: motel it's not that nice but it's right on the beach so we it was awesome with the kids uh we talked our friends jesse and katie into staying the night as well because they were just going to come down for the day and we got it for like 130 bucks a night it was the first we were the first people to stay yeah. there there's first weekend it they was opened a little COVID.
1: strange because you know it was kind of Still in the beginning of COVID, if you're if you're really looking back, I mean, it didn't feel like the beginning because it was like three months in. But right,
0: <laughs> we, we thought it was, We all thought it was maybe ending.
1: Right, Surprise. you know, and it was the first time we'd gone out. We were like, oh, did we feel comfortable spending the night? It was pretty anxious about it. You know, I made Trav ask how they'd been cleaning. They were like, well, we actually just opened, so yeah. you would be the very They're first like, people to stay in this. No one's hotel been in this
0: room for all year, four, or four this, months. Sorry, yeah. five months.
1: Me. Motel. Let's not get confused.
0: It's a motel. (laughs)
1: And uh, so it made me feel comfortable that... We were the first people to stay there. So yeah, it's just funky. Now we're also used to wearing masks and all of these things that have been put in place to keep us safer. But in that beginning time, you know, I don't even think it was required necessarily to wear a mask. It was just recommended. So yeah, it was just... It all
0: blends together. Bizarre. (laughs) But the next... And so we did that weekend. So then the next weekend we went to Cape May. My point was that we, we got two good deals there with this is kind of a, not a hack. I mean, people know this, but what we like to do when we go to the beach, when we were living in Philadelphia and we were going to New Jersey, it's about an hour and a half to two hours away is wake up early Saturday, not early, let's be serious. Let's get in the car by 10, get to the beach at noon, pay for one night of accommodation, but get two full beach days, right? So you have Saturday, then you spend Saturday night at a hotel and then you spend all day Sunday at the beach and drive home Sunday night. So we did that two weekends in a row as our first, um, not post COVID, but our first COVID, uh, excursion into the world. And it worked really well, both at the oceanfront motel in ocean city. And then our best value, the Chalfont hotel, much nicer <laughs> in Cape May, New Jersey. Now your worst value of Ugh. the year.
1: So again, we didn't stay in very many places, but when we decided to go down to North Carolina to look at the beach house, We thought, how about we just book a place and we stay in North Carolina for two weeks and have a little vacation, be at the beach, scope out the area, obviously, you know, see the house with our realtor. However, I think everybody had the same idea, you know, like let's go to the beach because it's kind of a safe activity during COVID. There was nothing available to book except for one,
0: one property place.
1: It one was property. a little expensive, but it wasn't very nice.
0: I will say it actually, <laughs> it was also my worst value because we had okay. slim pickings. The, the per night value wasn't bad. It I was just not. that we only had one option. So we were kind of tied to that option. It was nice inside the outside. It was called the WINS 4, mm-hmm. but Roman numerals. So we always called it WINS IV. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> IV is longer to say than 4. But it was just this old condo building it did have a pool at it so that was nice it wasn't and beach it was run.
1: open and you could have seven people in there at once so so we used
0: the pool <laughs> a lot that was great for wit but the building itself is in very rough shape the inside of this the reason this building was available versus anything else was that they had just remodeled it and just put it up for rent so we we were actually i think the first guest or second guest that had ever stayed there so it was nice inside yeah, it nothing was fancy fine. but it, it was, was p-
1: fine you know it wasn't like a horrible place to stay it was clean and like trev said they'd remodeled it ish you know well, so we weren't it was getting this fine we
0: weren't getting like this covid deal of like oh we're gonna go yep. get an awesome beachfront home we thought maybe no one else was gonna do it uh everyone was <laughs> doing it so i think we paid like 1500 a week Three thousand right. for two weeks. Again, per night, not, not that bad. bad about two hundred, two. And it was three
1: bedrooms, so
0: but it yeah. it yeah. It, it left it a little bit to be it desired. wasn't
1: on the beach either. It was a block from the beach. Yeah.
0: But. Safe to say, uh, we are much happier in the beach house that we bought versus that winds I V. Mm-hmm.
1: So would you say that you have a favorite and that it might be the beach house? Well, here we go. Let's
0: <laughs> give a drum roll for this. I won't give drum rolls for everything, but our favorite accommodation of the year. Go ahead.
1: Mine is definitely the beach house because it's right on the beach. It's a beautiful house and it's ours. (laughs) So...
0: Okay, I wasn't. I actually didn't think of this. I forgot. I I, people may not have even realized this. If you're listening, I missed this. Um, the cheap. I never gave my cheapest. Oh, but my cheapest is actually my favorite. And so the beach house is great. Um, let me start. I
1: thought you'd said it was the same as mine. No, I
0: just forgot. I just moved on. Yeah, that's that's on me as the host. Um, you just get to come and be the talent. I'm the one who has to run the show. That was all. I skipped it. I'll give an honorable mention real quick for the favorite. Shout out to Heather's brother, Joe, and his wife, Shannon, and their family because we went up to his house in the middle of nowhere, PA, and we're like, oh, we're just going to go visit them, and it was the summer. Again, we had been going COVID stir crazy. So we go up and see them. They have a pool. They had an RV out back that we got to like put our family of four in. So we had our own spot and we ended up staying two nights with them because it just felt like, it felt like a mini resort. It was just so <laughs> nice to be there. Yeah. So nice to be around some other people who were family. Uh, beautiful weather. Again, we'd like dip in the pool. I'd do some work. We'd go out to the RV. We'd stay in the RV. So we had our own little area. It was, it was almost like, tiny house living like on someone else's property with that rv and they just yeah it was nice it was just a really relaxing mo couple few days that was unexpected for us so honorable mention to them and it was yeah. free so yeah well I mean, there you go i <laughs> uh, can't beat that but then my real favorite is an experience that no one or probably no one in this world will ever get to have again or at Whoa. least not the way that i okay. did um I stayed in an old abandoned firehouse <laughs> in Nashville, Tennessee, in the beginning of January, well, or in the end abandoned? of January. Abandoned?
1: I mean, you make it sound like it's a dilapidating building well, that's been, you know, condemned right, so, or something. So let
0: me paint this picture. I, our friends Tim and Natasha, friends of the pod, hey guys, um, they had bought a firehouse that they are converting into a, a hotel mm-hmm. uh, still have plans to do it, but it looks a lot different than, than when I stayed there. Um, and he said to me, I said, Hey, I'm coming to town. We'd like to see you. We'd like to hang out. I said, where are you staying? I said, I don't know. I'm just, it's just me. I'm just going to book something super simple. And he said, well, you can stay at the firehouse if you want. And I said, yeah, wh-. so I didn't know what I was walking into uh, because I, I didn't know what the firehouse looked like. Right. I just know that it had been out of use for five or 10 years. Okay. Um, so I went and I said, okay, well, what should I, yeah, I didn't even really ask what I c- should expect. He said, it has running water and it has a bathroom. I said, sold. <laughs> so I went and he's actually using it as his office. So it's it's much, it's not like dilapidated, but um, we put an air mattress in the one room for me. Uh, I, it had running water. It had hot water for the first day. The second day didn't have uh, hot water as much, but it's this amazing, incredible old firehouse right in downtown Nashville. And I was the very first person to stay overnight at that firehouse. So, uh, and I mean, the coup de grace, is that, I don't know, French, Uh, but I'm not sure the best part of it, it has a fire pole. So I would sleep on the second (laughs) floor and to leave every day, I would go down the fire pole and then go out the front door. So it's an incredible, incredible place. It will be part of a luxury hotel that they are building um in nashville but i was the very first person to stay overnight Mm -hmm. there and probably the last person to stay overnight in that regards because now they're figuring out exactly what they're going to do with construction so just an incredible opportunity thank you tim uh and that was going to be my cheapest because it was free so i stayed downtown in nashville for four nights in a five thousand square foot firehouse that i had all to myself
1: with no heat though well it got a little cold what we realized <laughs> you hadn't turned on like the electric you know, the heater vent- or something no no no
0: not the electric heater so you know there's there's vents on the floor to get the air circulating the we had not opened the vent in that room because tim had never used that room before <laughs> so the vents were so i would walk out into the rest of restaurant house and be like it it's a little toasty this is yeah, nice yeah. but in that room the vent you just had to slide the little lever to open the vent up there there was no heat coming in so it was a <laughs>
1: and you're also at night. sleeping on an air mattress. Am I right? I can't it, remember. It was,
0: yeah, uh, it was a nice air mattress. Right?
1: Though. No, I just mean like sometimes I've slept on an air mattress before. Yes. If it's cold, like the it's air co- mattress also doesn't retain any heat, so it's yeah. it's just really cold.
0: Yeah. The day I was leaving, we saw the vent. I was like, he's like, how was <laughs> it? I said, oh man, you because know, I I didn't want to. S- like throw like be a downer so i was like oh this was an amazing experience but it got a little cold in that room he's like hmm wonder why and we walk over like yep should have opened the vent
1: (laughs) if that was me i'd be texting um do you have a space heater it's freezing (laughs) either way
0: incredible experience by far it's one of my favorite accommodations of all time and when it becomes a luxury hotel it'll be pretty neat to say like i stayed here yes all right moving on last one with accommodations least favorite i'll give the womp womp Least favorite accommodation of the year?
1: Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the least favorite because I was going to say the winds that we stayed at for two weeks, but it was really fun to be there. Yeah. So. And here's what I was
0: thinking too. The winds. And that's, that was our worst value one, right? Right. Uh, If we hadn't gone down and stayed in the winds, we wouldn't have ended up with a beach house. And it was an awesome two weeks because we're at the beach with my parents and and your sister and my sister came down. So it's not mine.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I guess I...
0: Very slim pickings. I'll give you yeah, mine. Maybe you'll... Sure. This was the days in Wyndham. The one that you said okay. was the cheapest. The one in Wilmington. It was a totally fine hotel. Okay. Uh, but it was... We have very little to pick from. So <laughs> I gave it my least favorite because we did get there after t- 10 to 12 hours of driving. And, the and pool. we're very excited yeah. to go in the pool. And it was close. Yeah, but all if right, that's I'll the jump worst on
1: that, I'll jump on that. All right. right,
0: we're If that's our worst accommodation story of 2020, I mean, go listen to some of the other Year in Review podcasts. <laughs> this was our best worst accommodation ever. Yes, so, for sure. So there you for go. Sure. Things are looking up in 2020 and uh, on to 2021. <laughs> now we're going to get into this miscellaneous category. We've done accommodations. This is where it gets really fun and funky. And this is where we want to hear yours as well. So if you are watching IG live, throw us some chats. Heather has it open. We can get you could get to see this. Uh, we can see this um, in real time and if you're listening to the podcast ping us on instagram at extra pack of peanuts because we love to this is where the stories really come out yes first one that i want to give everyone is the craziest thing you did in 2020
1: i mean for me like i said there's a theme of the same answer and that is the beach house like buying a beach house we never thought we would be able to do this at this time in our lives. And if you listened to our podcast all about the beach house, you realize it was a bit of a crazy ride getting the beach house. There were a lot of variables. There was a lot of research needed. You know, It was a very unique situation. So it was pretty wild. And when Trav first said to me, told me about this beach house, I think it was actually when we were in New Jersey at the beach and he had seen it pop up on his one of his many... Realtor apps and he was like, Heath, <laughs> yes. there's a house at the beach on the beach and it's not a horrible house. It's like a pretty nice house and it's, you know, somewhat reasonably priced. And I was like, well, whatever it's in North Carolina. Like we're not moving <laughs> to North Carolina.
0: And I was like, Hmm,
1: how can I make this work? So
0: we were at the beach when I found it. We had just come back from the beach. The reason I realized that is that I had been talking with our buddy, Jesse, and his wife, Katie, and they love going down to Georgia. And so we were looking at properties that day while being at the beach in Ocean City, dreaming of this. And they were had both gone remote now. And I was kind of like, guys, you're remote, we're remote. What if we went into a beach house? And we were all getting really excited about this idea. Mm-hmm. And I went home that night and, and j- had just kept the app open and then looked at Or it was the next morning, because I I opened it back up, and there was a new one that popped up in in North Carolina. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't see this last night. And we had been looking at a lot of properties. And I realized it had just been posted that morning. And uh, we called the realtor up, a realtor. We got down there. And so when we told them we were probably buying a beach house, (laughs) we had seen them the weekend before. We told them the next weekend, hey, we found one. We have a realtor. Here are the pictures. We're going down next week to check it out. They thought, they were like, you... You guys are crazy. We yep. saw you five days ago, mm-hmm. and you were just talking about this idea kind of abstractly. And now you're feasibly going to do it. So, I'm with you. It was pretty crazy. It's definitely the thing that will have the most impact on our lives moving forward. Um, as far as crazy, so I'll give a I'll give two. Uh, one that piggybacks on that craziest thing I did, and this is like beautiful mind crazy. Uh, this really. Was th- yeah, this was a deep dive <laughs> into intrigued. the deep dive into the zoning laws of Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. Did I ever think that they would get so sick of me at the zoning office <laughs> in North Carolina that they would make me my own username and password so I could just sign into their system <laughs> and do all the measurements myself? Uh, did I ever think that? No. Is it does it surprise
1: me in hindsight? Not even a little bit. Not at all. So, yeah.
0: I went Deep into this for three weeks as we were trying to prepare to get this house into insurance laws, zoning laws. I mean, but this time it paid now, off because it ended up with a house. And
1: just a little backstory, in short, in case you haven't listened to our podcast about the beach house, our house is so close to the ocean. And if you've seen pictures or videos from Instagram, you know it is next to the water. There's it's a the rock wall.
0: Closest house. <laughs> I I stand by this. I think it's true. I well, mean, it's hard to verify. Right. The closest house. To the water on the entire Carolina coast.
1: Yeah, and maybe people think we're crazy for buying it, but here's why we did. Um there, you know, there's so there's some zoning laws that say if the house something happens to the house, you can't rebuild it because you don't have enough land. You have to move it further away yada, from yada, the yada, ocean, yep. obviously. You know, it's not safe or whatever. Anyway, so Trav really did so much research to make sure that what we were buying would be a smart decision.
0: Right. We will Long story short, we would have to rebuild, but we could rebuild something. It would just look like a different type of house. So that was my craziest like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I'm going down this rabbit hole. Thankfully, it ended up working out uh, because I spent easily, when we say two weeks, I mean 80 hours in two weeks in (laughs) insurance law, zoning, all that kind of stuff. Uh, It was super fun and again, glad that it it (laughs) ended up with a result that we enjoy. The second thing, and I would just put this under most surreal thing that happened to me this year sure. and this is another thing that I will remember I went out to LA for a week trip it wasn't even a week I left on Sunday and I came back on Friday and in that six day span five day span the entire world changed because I was out in LA mm-hmm. and when I landed on Sunday people were talking about COVID but it was very abstract like you know we were just actually my buddy Brian and I were going to go to the Indian Wells Tennis Tournament and when I landed on Sunday night I was like hey, I know you wanted to surprise me with this because I could guess what he wanted to surprise me with. He said, I'm going to show you something. We're going to go somewhere on Tuesday. It's a Mm -hmm. little bit of a drive from LA and when I'm land. i like, you want to take me to Indian Wells Tennis Tournament? That would be really cool. They just canceled it. And we were both shocked that they canceled the tennis tournament. That was Sunday. By Wednesday, the NBA had canceled their season. And so it was like five days of every hour getting these, oh my gosh, it's been been declared a pandemic. Oh my gosh. The NBA canceled this season. Oh my gosh. It was like news after news. really hitting home. Oh my gosh. Tom Hanks has COVID, whatever it was. (laughs) No, but I mean like it was real time. Yeah. And to be somewhere that's not home with you, where Mm -hmm. we have our normal life, where by Friday, I was afraid that I was not going to be able to get on a plane and fly home, well, and that was five yeah. days from when I left thinking, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. Yes,
1: yeah, so that week really changed the world for everyone in the whole world. Yes. And uh, we know people who were traveling abroad and did get stuck some places, yep. you know, and had trouble getting home. Fortunately, you were just in California, so it's part of the U.S., and you could. they didn't shut anything down with that. But, yeah, it was... Just as strange here. It was strange. <laughs> and so
0: for me to not be in my regular environment, like that right. trip will always be co- like the beginning of COVID for me. And, and mm-hmm. probably most people have that, have a memory too, right? Like, yeah. you know where you were when this, basically when it was declared a pandemic and everyone was like, uh-oh, because- our buddy Jason who lives in Europe had been telling us about, a, they were about a month ahead. So he was like, guys, this is coming. This is coming. Mm-hmm. Like this is what it looks like in Europe. And I wasn't poo pooing it, but until it happens to you, right. you, you don't really understand the, the velocity of it. And so that was the most surreal week or one of the most real weeks that I've had in my life. Um, all right. Fun category. We're giving this one a drum roll because you love this category. And I've got some good answers for this one too. Best thing you bought this year.
1: Okay, so I have two, but they're really centered. Oh wow! Okay, they're centered around the same thing, and everyone in the whole world can, you know, I guess what am I trying to say? They can feel these same things because everybody was stuck at home, so everybody wanted to improve their homes. Everybody's buying things, changing up their space. So having the pandemic. And being stuck at home, I was like, OK, we need to get outside more. So I decided to create a space in our backyard and I made a little gravel area for a fire pit. And at, tra- at first, Trav was like not really on board with this idea because you're like, oh, we don't need a fire pit. I don't really like fires, whatever. But I, I did it. Let, anyway. me, let me
0: rephrase it. <laughs> there are other people out there I've just learned who feel the same way as me. I don't dislike the fire. I dislike smelling like smoke. And it's instant. As soon as that smoke hits you, your whole clothes, your hair, it's like, I hate that.
1: Yes. So, but I love having a fire pit and making s'mores and and whatnot. So I made this little area, which was super fun to make and pretty easy. And my sister, Julie, actually, well, my brother actually bought a fire pit for my sister, which we kept at our house because we were quarantining Together, um, you know, and everybody wants to help each other out in a pandemic and just do whatever you can to make yourselves happy. So we did that. and It was really fun to have that. And so when we moved to the beach house, I was like, well, I don't want to have a real fire pit. because well, we couldn't because well, we, we couldn't have a wood really. Death. Yeah. I mean, you could take it out into the sand, which would also be fun. But Trav hates... Fires.
0: I hate the smoke. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he hates the smoke. Let me
0: reiterate, it's not the fire, it's the smoke.
1: It's the smoke. So I, said I sound like name. a
0: prima donna, but yeah. there if you're no, out there I'm with you on IG or on Instagram <laughs> later, whatever, listen to podcasts, like let me know. Give me a thumbs up. Like I hate the smoke. I hate smelling like The smoke. campfire.
1: So but I, I love it. And I said, well, maybe the one thing you could get me this year, like for my birthday even is a gas Where my birthday
0: even well, i mean, like, you I'll don't let just you have buy to- me this as okay. a present
1: I just mean like you don't have to just buy it out of the blue you can gift it to me for an event like birthday or Christmas sure jeez and <laughs> so-
0: I mean I did the same thing with one of my one of the yeah. things that I bought or you bought for me so
1: I just said, please get a gas fire pit plus who at the beach isn't going to want a gas fire pit. It's like a great investment because when people rent the house and they see a fire pit on the deck with the ocean behind it, who's not, in fact, it's the first picture on our Airbnb. So just smart decisions all around happening yeah. in my all right.
0: So your two are the two, <laughs> the fire, two pits. fire pits. Okay. So but, fire pit at our Philly house that right. ki- that lets off smoke that I don't like. <laughs> fire pit at the beach house that's gas that has no smoke that I like.
1: R- right. Cool. Those, those are the two.
0: My best thing that we bought, I have outdoor fire pit on my list. So that's one of them, specifically the one that's gas worth every penny. Uh, You just turn it on, turn it off. I mean, listen, I like being outdoors and I actually like building fires with wood. I just don't like to smoke. So
1: what else would you build a fire with? Well,
0: okay, yeah, fine. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Building a real fire. But I'll tell you that gas fire pit is awesome. Mm -hmm. Kids want s'mores. Boom, click the button, turn it on, s'mores five minutes later, turn it off, good to go. Um, So that's on my list. Uh, I bought that for you as a present. Thank you so much. But I did buy it, so I guess it can be on my list. Second thing is a surfboard. So you bought this for me Mm. for Christmas. Right. Uh, Never imagined I would be buying a surfboard this year. It's awesome to have a surfboard because essentially once you have a surfboard, then you don't need to spend any money to go do this sport for the rest of your life um
1: until you want to buy a new surfboard until you want to buy a new a surfboard or surfboards. i and i also
0: have a wetsuit uh, i got used off facebook marketplace mm-hmm. 30 bucks score um so and then the last thing is a little bit businessy but if you guys i wanted to start tracking my time and how many hours i worked and what i was spending my time on so that i could see if i was being productive and if i wasn't went like where the gaps were And so I had all these suggestions from people on Facebook until my buddy, Mike Vardy over at Productivityist, shout out, um, check out his site. He's awesome about productivity and efficiency and all this recommended this thing called Timeular. So that's time T I M E U L A R. And it's like a little eight sided, um, Cube thing. I mean, it's not cube because that's four sided, but you can turn it. And when you turn it, it syncs with your phone or your computer. And when you turn it to a certain side, you get to pick what the sides mean. So for me, the sides really neat. are like, oh, this is when I'm creating, which would be recording podcasts. This is when I'm doing email, whatever. You can turn it to different sides and it will sync with your phone and start tracking your time. Um, you can also do it without the little thing. So it's just a really cool way to track your time, a really fun way. So I got that. A lot of other people were interested in it, people on our team who work with us, other people who are inside our LI community. So a lot of people have gotten this timeular. you It's just a fun way to track your time that also allows you to have something analog that you can hold and like flip versus doing everything like digitally. And yet then you still have the digital record because yeah. it's syncing up to your phone. Except so,
1: for when Hadley comes into your office and it happens to be sitting on the floor for whatever reason. And right, she and she, she picks it. it up and
0: changes <laughs> it. But you can change it afterwards. Yeah. Like sometimes I forget, like I forgot to start it now. We're rec- recording this podcast. I should have it on the creating side, but I didn't. So I'll just go back and redo it. But it's a really, really neat thing. Um, and completely unexpected. I, I didn't even know this thing existed, nor mm. did I think I track my time yeah, if we started cool. 2020. So the biggest... Change that happened, and this one—I mean, like if there was ever a year yeah, so to say many the changes. biggest change—but the biggest change that you saw in 2020 um, to to what we thought would be happening,
1: right? I mean, ov- there's the obvious things like less travel or zero travel, really, yeah. <laughs> no flying. um You know, not seeing friends and family. But we're not going to go there.
0: Okay, what's
1: <laughs> the biggest change we had was moving. You know, halfway moving to North Carolina, spending
0: semi permanent, semi semi full time, yeah. semi full time. Yeah, I biggest change that I had is that we were supposed to be from April to October. Mm-hmm. We were supposed to be traveling a lot, and just we'll, uh, let's give them a quick rundown, everyone, of what we were going to be doing mm-hmm. April to October. So it was going to start with going to see going to a conference at the end of April in. Miami. No,
1: it was meant to start with going to your sister's wedding in Panama. Okay. Then flying between, to Miami, yeah. right? Then fl- then flying. I guess over to Louisiana for another conference. Another conference.
0: Then um, June, we we're going to hold our Camp yep. Indie event in the middle of June up in Connecticut. Then we we're going to go to the Pacific West Northwest for another conference in June and spend the whole end of June and into July in the mm-hmm. Pacific Northwest. August mm-hmm. was going to... This is actually tying me out, just saying. August was going to be in Bulgaria mm-hmm. the whole month of August. And September, the whole month of September, was going to be in South Africa. Yeah. So between April to October, we were going to be traveling basically that whole time, and we did not do any of that. So yeah. uh, biggest change. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I Well, let's get into most unexpected, because next one's most unexpected thing in a good way. I'll give this the... Uh, The drum roll, because it's a fun one. Most unexpected thing that happened to us in a good way.
1: Yeah, I mean, buying a house at the beach is the best thing that could have happened (laughs) to us. Okay, so all
0: right. Yeah, I went a little, I mean, I know that could have been an answer for all of these, so I decided to to maybe just dig a little deeper. But I will say how much we enjoyed Wilmington. So Uh I knew we would like it, and I knew we would like the beach there, but it's even Mm -hmm. better than I expected. We thought it would be... I like to use numbers and eight out of 10, like this is going to be great. We wouldn't have mm-hmm. moved there if we didn't think that I, I would give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I love the area. I love the climate. I mean, it could mm-hmm. be a little warmer. I just, it's in, even in the better. Winter,
1: you mean it could be a little warmer like now, yeah. not warmer in the summer. I no. mean, it's hot, in the but
0: summer. it's even better. But would you agree that it's yes. even better than you might've expected?
1: Yes, definitely. I mean, living there for the four months at the end of the year, I, you know, I wasn't sure how that would go, leaving our friends and family in the Philadelphia area and going down there. And we met some amazing new people, even amongst COVID. Uh, we ate some incredible food, takeout mostly. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, and there, it's just a beautiful area of the world. I always thought I would love North Carolina, and in fact, when we recorded podcast in. The past, we talked about places we would maybe want to live if we didn't live in Philadelphia, and you know North Carolina was always kind of bounced around as being a cool place to live. So yeah, we definitely. I am surprised by how much I like it there.
0: For sure, I have two more quick ones. Oh, One okay. is doing the seventy-five hard program. Mm-hmm. It's like a mental fitness plus physical fitness program that's seventy-five days long. I actually extended it to do it for a hundred and five days, but um, that in and a lot of other things helped me drop about thirty-five to forty pounds this year, which I, you know, I know for the for a lot of people during the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's it's,
1: one of the few people that lost weight during the pandemic, and most people are gaining weight.
0: And I don't think it is because of the pandemic or isn't. I think it just, you know, how it is with that kind of stuff. It was just the right time for me. I was dedicated to doing it, so that was unexpected. Um, and on top of that, I took up two sports that I hadn't. A well, I had never surfed before, so that's one of them. That makes a little bit of sense. Like we moved mm-hmm. to the beach, started surfing. Sure, that's been super fun. But I had not played tennis for about twelve to fifteen years before I went out to Went out to L.A. that week that the pandemic happened. Uh, you know, kind of kicked off really in the U.S. And my buddy Brian out there's a big tennis player. He's like, "Let's play tennis." I started playing tennis again. Got really into it. So, got between, really
1: into it or obsessed with it?
0: Um, take your pick. <laughs> I wanted to buy a a ball machine when I came back, like a tennis ball machine. I didn't. But during the pandemic, you couldn't, like, it was hard to find people to play with. So I almost did. I didn't. But I've played a lot of tennis and I've surfed a lot. And neither, you know, to start 2020, when I made this list up in 2019, I Mm -hmm. never would have said, Oh, you're going to start playing tennis again. You're going to start surfing. I might have said, Oh, you're going to do some sort of sports. But those two would not have been at the top of my Mm -hmm. head. So uh, most unexpected in a good way for me. All right. Most unexpected thing in a bad way yeah
1: i mean there could be a lot of negatives when you are thinking back over this past year um all to do with the pandemic and i think for me the worst part of it is not being able to see some of your friends and family because you think that you might give them COVID inadvertently and, you know, cause something really bad to happen. So it's just so unusual to have to fear being with the people that you love. And that's just, that's the worst part for me because we're so close with our friends and family and we're very social. We like to see people a lot. And it's like, you always have to think, okay, well, who have I seen? What am I doing? Like, were we safe enough? Is it safe to hang out with these people? Like, it's just, it's Not the way that you're meant to live. So, of course, it's hard for everybody in the world. You know, there were those pictures online of people like having the hugging tents, you know, where they didn't actually...
0: I never saw that. What's a hugging tent? There
1: was like a, like an igloo almost where you could like put your hands through and you wouldn't actually come in contact with somebody where I don't don't know how popular it was, but I definitely saw it in the media, like at the beginning of the pandemic where people were like, because you, especially if you live alone, I mean, fortunately we have each other and we have our kids. So we just have built in people around
0: us. Sometimes (laughs) to our chagrin. (laughs)
1: But, you know, there are people out there who are living alone or not able to see their family because they're at high risk. Anyway, it was just that to me was the worst part of the pandemic.
0: Yeah. I Of the year. It's weird to recoil thinking about hugging someone because yeah. both you and I have always been very gregarious in that way. Very um, open, like love hugging, handshakes, like even people that we don't know super, super. Well. I mean, obviously, some mm-hmm. people aren't that way. We we are. And I, if I'm reading a book or watching a TV show, mm-hmm. and they're doing something like hugging, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, whoa, stop! Don't do that!" And then I'm like, "Oh yeah, this was filmed before the pandemic, or this is a written book. This yes. isn't actually happening, Trav." So it's weird to have that that natural reaction now be a "Whoa, no!" Like a yeah, recoil. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm with you. That was that's really tough. Is this idea? You know, in the beginning, everyone's doing Zoom meetings. I did or Zoom calls and happy hours. And that was fun. But like anything, it loses its luster. Like I did a few with my friends. You did some with your friends. Mm-hmm. But eventually you just think this isn't the same. Yeah. And it becomes hard then to stay in touch. You have to make a really big concerted effort to stay in touch with certain people. And I think people are starting to figure out how to do that. But I also think people are, are over it. Or They figure out, all right, here's how I got to stay in touch. I have to do this. But now I'm over this. Right. So let's move on. Um, my most unexpected thing in a bad way out of all the travel that we just told you about, you know, I, when I look back on it, I I can't even say I'm really bummed. I, I'm, I am in a way probably actually not even in a way. I am glad that April to October for us got canceled because it led us to do things that we wouldn't have done otherwise. The big one, as we've talked about at length is buying that beach house, Mm -hmm. spending time at the beach in North Carolina, but You know, spending more time with our kids, having more time to do business, just not go, go, going. But the one thing that I am bummed that got canceled this year was our Camp Indie. And if you don't know what Camp Indie is, uh, you can go check out the website. You can actually buy tickets if you want for 2021 because we are going to run it then as long as we kind of get Mm -hmm. past this. Right. pandemic so Camp Indy was an adult summer camp that we had put a lot of time and effort into over the last two years prepping planning a lot of money the biggest investment we've ever made in anything and put all this money down and the 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 reason I'm so disappointed uh, or that you know a bum that this didn't happen is one I wanted it to happen because it was gonna be really fun Mm -hmm. but two it was just such a long drawn-out process like canceling our trip to South uh South Africa all right, we didn't hadn't even bought tickets. No big deal. Camp Indy, it's like we had put money down. Then we had to not fight with the camp, but we had to come to a a decision with the camp of we're going to get our money back or no, we're going to roll it over. And it was so as, as the pandemic is leveling up, we kept having to have these discussions and no one had answers and mm-hmm. it drug on for months of, are we going to cancel it? Do we have to cancel it? Are we going to run it? And it was just always weighing on us and then ultimately ended up having to be postponed. So that was just a, that was a lot of, Stress and a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, positive spin on that because we like to have positive spins. It's happening in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, or heaven forbid if it can't happen in 2021, it's happening in 2022. So Yes, it um, will
1: happen eventually. And this year we did do the virtual Camp Indie for one day. Which was awesome. And that was really incredible. It really Such was. a fun, well-produced event. Um, you know, I even felt you could connect with people with the different Zoom rooms. I mean, everybody knows what Zoom is now. And it was, you know, if you can't be in person, it was a fun thing to look forward to and be involved with.
0: Yeah, I would agree. The virtual one went off way better than I could expect, even though we put a lot of time and work into it. But it's not the same. Um, so, yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, not even I was gonna say moving on to something more positive, but we got one <laughs> more. I guess not. Ne- this isn't like meant to be negative. It's just when you have really good stuff, there oh, is right, stuff right, right. that yes. underwhelms. Yes. So underwhelming. most underwhelming thing right. for the year.
1: Uh-huh. Um, you know, it was kind of hard for me to pick this because usually it's a place or that we've been to right. or a restaurant or something like that. So that
0: has high expectations right, that, right. that we're like, oh, this is OK, <laughs> but 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 we didn't do, right. there wasn't that much expectations this year. So
1: for me, the most underwhelming thing, I guess, I mean, it it was hard for me to choose again, was just the month of March and April. And Mm. that's less to do with the pandemic, but more to do with just being stuck at home. Because a lot of people out there don't like January, don't like February. I hate March and April in the Philadelphia area because it's like, you feel like winter should be over, but it's not. You
0: you might get a, like a, a ugh twinkling that it is yeah. going to be over like oh there's oh, one nice day, day. oh yeah. here we go and then nope.
1: <laughs> then nope it's cold and dreary so yeah that was that was the most underwhelming because usually we are traveling or we have something to look forward to during that time you know we're like going on a trip or we're planning for a trip soon uh this this year not so much
0: yeah March and April was tough especially because like we said with Camp India I mean everyone was going through this in their own whether it was mm-hmm. with a project or just life right of okay, this is happening. Let's adjust. All right. It's kind of not fun, but it's new. It's novel. Like let's get into it. Mm -hmm. And then April's coming like, no, wait, this is dragging on. And then may you're like, is this going to end? We think it's going to end. And now we've just become kind of desensitized to it a bit because it's continued on, but we just didn't know. And, and that was tough as well. Mm -hmm. My most underwhelming thing was again, when we get to this year, I mean, we've had a lot of positive things and we're trying to put a very positive spin on it and we didn't have that many negative experiences outside of you know what everyone else experienced was for me LA LA is okay this was the first time I had spent a lot of time in LA you and I had been there for one day before Mm -hmm. I liked it I had a good time out in LA but I had to pick something and (laughs) LA to me I see the appeal for some people, but for me personally, I wouldn't spend the money to be in LA. Like if I was going to spend that money, there's other places I would want to be. So while I liked it for a short amount of time, I was just like, all right, not, it's not my scene. Mm -hmm. It's not my style.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'd rather be in North Carolina. Yeah. I'd rather be in North Carolina. (laughs) I'd rather be, you know, even in San Diego, um, it's just not what what I'm about and that's not a positive or negative thing but yeah I liked it I'm glad I spent time I got I'm glad I got to see it more I would uh, love to go mm-hmm. back and explore more but it usually I'm the type of person Heather as you can always tell people we go somewhere and I I, I want to move there like mm-hmm. I start look at real estate mm-hmm. I'm like oh I could live here this you know with LA, I was like yeah it's probably never ever gonna happen
1: gotcha all right well Good thing, because we can't afford it anyway. There you go.
0: And we just bought a house nowhere near LA. (laughs) Neatest person we met this year.
1: Yeah. So for me, there's quite a few people that we met, which, you know, even in a pandemic year, we met some new people. And so it was kind of hard for me to choose because I was going to kind of say like a bunch of people that we met in North Carolina. I mean, you can if you want. (laughs) The one person that stands out to me the most is obviously our realtor, Danielle, Because she went above and beyond to help us with purchasing this beach house because as we alluded to it was not a super easy process there were a lot of things that went into it and a lot of research and she was just game on like you need this information i'll get it for you you need me to go like take a video like she did a walkthrough video tour like the next day four hours five hours
0: of me contacting
1: her we didn't even know her we would never met her in person you know she was recommended to us by another realtor who's a friend so she was just amazing and really went to bat for us and even when we were negotiating for the sale of this house you know i think she might have thought we were a little bit you know who well, knows we
0: lowballed <laughs> a bit to begin with and maybe she was like uh-oh yeah but she she um, wasn't she was she had our best interest in mind the yes. whole time and so, she worked like mad to get this done she
1: really did so she was definitely or she is definitely the um the neatest person in That we met and she then introduced us to a lot of other, well, not a lot because it's a pandemic, but a few other wonderful people that we now are friends with in North Carolina.
0: Yeah, I'll cast the net a little wider (laughs) because you did the hard part of narrowing it down. Danielle and her husband, Brett, awesome. They they were our first. She was our first lifeline mm-hmm. down there. Mm-hmm. We met her husband pretty quickly. He's awesome. And then they introduced us to these to a group of people that we're super fortunate to have down there, who who have kids and have introduced us and made us feel like uh, like we're a part of a community already. Clinton Abbey. And their little guy, Fisher, and then um, Sean and Christine and their little girl, Liv. Uh, that's kind of our core group right. down in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And they actually help us run our Airbnb down there. Mm-hmm. So we just got plugged in really quick with amazing people. They've also introduced us to some of their friends, which we know a little bit. But that's like our core group down there. Mm-hmm. And then I would throw on top of that, we have, an inc- and this came from Abby, we have an incredible, incredible person who became a part of our life named Miss Allison uh, Oh, that's who uh, who comes a couple days a week to watch our kids to give us a bit of a reprieve because we don't have the family support even though we told you in our stats episode if you listen to that we had someone at our house 58% of the time that we're down at the beach house but that's (laughs) not they're not always there right and so we don't have the kind of hey let's drop them off at the grandparents and, and get some time to ourselves and Miss Allison's been coming and watching them and our kids love her and she is just an amazing person as well, who's become like family to us in such a short amount of time. So the whole Carolina Beach crew um and the whole Wilmington area crew that that we have there, uh we it, it that has made it. You know how we said I said earlier, and I think you would agree, mm-hmm. I, I thought Wilmington would be cool, but I was looking at it from the the kind of outside perspective, like, oh, cool restaurants, cool town, right. cool vibe, this and that we always know it's the people that you mm-hmm. meet. And so it could be an awesome area, but if we didn't meet the right people, we could have, that could have maybe been a little underwhelming. Instead, it was a huge, huge, unexpected, awesome thing because of the people. We yes. Meet.
1: You said that very eloquently and right on the nose. Like it's definitely the people that you meet because that's who you surround yourself with. So it's been incredible that we have all of those people. Thanks to one person in particular, Danielle, who there you go. Is bring it back to your answer. <laughs> and the cool
0: part for us is then when we come back here to the Philadelphia area, We still have all our old friends, family that we love as well. So it's nice to then come back Mm -hmm. and have that built-in support system. So we're very, very lucky, very, very blessed in both places that we are. Our last and most fun, I Mm -hmm. think, question for our superlatives is the biggest mishap Mm -hmm. of 2020. So we're going to go ahead. Give me this. Your biggest mishap of 2020.
1: So... (laughs) It didn't take me very long to think of this because, you know, we had it's the same. a very uneventful first part of the year and then a very eventful second part of the year with, you know, buying the house, m- packing things up, renting our house in Philadelphia and then moving to North Carolina. So the day that we drove down there, you know, it was pretty fine. We left on a Sunday, August we caravan down with Travis's um, brother sister and his parents who all graciously helped us move in, which is incredible. Can
0: I, can we please <laughs> stop right now just to make sure they understand how amazing. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, mom. Thank you, dad. Thank you. My twin sister, Gail for helping us move in. Cause anytime we mention. Stuff about our year in review, and we don't specifically mention my brother Cody. He's He's like, like, You know, we helped you move in in the middle of a hurricane. Does everybody
1: know that I helped? Yes. So now, he he built our dining room table, so many things.
0: Thousands, maybe even tens, no, definitely tens of thousands of people now know, Cody, that you helped us move in in a hurricane (laughs) and you built our dining room table during a hurricane. But seriously, thank you guys. I mean, that is the type of support we're talking about. That would have been. Horrible for us to do yes. with two kids if it was just Heather and I trying to get it in. Yes,
1: oh, because
0: my the day we moved in,
1: well, yeah. So the day we moved in, this is part of the mishap. Like, so there was a hurricane the day we moved in. I'll just say that right there. But before oh, I thought that was the mishap. Well, that is the mishap. But before that happened, you know, we wake up, and again, Travis family stayed with the kids at the hotel so that we could meet the realtor, go through the walkthrough, go and sign the papers. Well, then when we're signing the papers. The guy was like, "Well, everything's closing early today because of the hurricane. So hopefully this paperwork goes through. But if it doesn't go through, technically you can't move in today." Yeah, he
0: said the town office is closing <laughs> at noon, and we were signing the paper at ten thirty. He's like, "So hopefully they record this in the deeds, and you're officially allowed to move in, or else you can't." And we're like,
1: "Um, okay, well, we have like two kids, f- five adults, also I was just three in my cars, head, cars, nowhere to stay. It's a hurricane." And in
0: my head, I'm like and I have the keys, so yeah. Yeah. come kick me out. I mean, right. he wasn't saying he would. He didn't care, but he was just like legally like, yeah. you can't move in until and it's officially he, in your Danielle name. Even
1: Danielle was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you guys will do. You could like maybe stay at one of our properties or whatever. We I was like, just I like, know what
0: I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to okay. walk in that door, <laughs> unlock it, walk in that door and start moving in.
1: Yeah, so anyway, that was like a little nerve wracking because I was like, well, well are we going to have to actually squat at this house tonight in a hurricane? <laughs> would have made
0: it would have made a better story <laughs> still makes a good story
1: so anyway as we're pulling up we get the text from our realtor that it has gone through so technically we are safe to go into the house we start unloading all of the things. I have to run to the town office because technically our beach house is on an island, and there's a bridge. And so, if you leave and they close the bridge, you can't come back onto the island. Only you're if a you're resident. a resident. So we had to get you have a resident tag. Get the paperwork. Tag. You know, for the hurricane, everything was closing down. We're trying to unpack. It was just such a wild, wild night. And then... We we, still
0: don't have the resident tag on our one car because we didn't have the registration for that car. So one of the cars had a resident (laughs) tag, the other one
1: didn't. Anyway, it was just so wild. And we did get everything inside the house before the rain started pouring down. But yeah, to have our first night there be... A hurricane, Like and a legit. A legit hurricane.
0: hurricane. So we were at, it, it. we got everything in at 6 p.m. Like that would be, everything was in the house, obviously not unpacked and unloaded. No. And the rain started coming at like 7 p.m. And then by eight and nine, the hundred mile per hour winds were hitting the house and the waves were hitting the rocks and crashing into our house. Yeah. And it was fun at first.
1: Well, yeah, it was was wild. I remember your dad and your brother, again, coming to the rescue. We need to go to the store. We need to get supplies in case we lose power. Let's get water. drinking water, yeah. I mean, it was just so surreal. We've never really, we've been through some nor'easters up here on the, you know, northeast coast and some snowstorms, but never (laughs) a hurricane the day we move in. And so, yeah, that was just pretty
0: and everyone Pretty was telling crazy. us, oh, this isn't that bad of a hurricane. Don't worry. It's just a category one. And it, it exceeded everyone's expectations because yep. even people, they were like, yeah, we didn't think it was going to be that bad. And we were actually where the highest wind was felt, 100 miles per hour, topped 100 miles per hour, was at a buoy, like right near our house. So we were just <laughs> getting slammed and around midnight i remember thinking this was fun for the and interesting for the yeah. first couple hours now, now i'm in I'm a house unsettled. that's shaking yeah. i know it's supposed yeah. to be swaying a bit <laughs> like that's how they're built but this is very unsettling um and yeah, the next day we woke up and everything was calm. And it was like the calm, after it legitimately was the mm-hmm. calm after the storm. Thankfully, we only had a few shingles off the roof. There was not that much damage to anyone's yeah. house around. But we thought, this is an awesome story. Our very first night here mm-hmm. and we've survived a hundred mile Coming per Coming in hurricane. with a bang. So uh, I had that in as my biggest mishap as well. But I've got a, a second one that I completely forgot about because it was pre-COVID. And you know about it, but I don't even think I told you the whole story. We were in, I was in Nashville. Mm-hmm. I had a rental car. It was like super cheap rental car. I was there for three days. I parked in the parking lot outside the firehouse. It is a parking lot that anyone can park in and like pay at a meter, but it's owned by Tim and Natasha, you know, who own the Mm -hmm. firehouse. And there are no cars that ever park there. Just parked in a random spot, went in. The day that I'm supposed to leave or the day before I'm supposed to leave, Mm -hmm. I got to the car. I'm all excited. I'm going to go out and, and do some exploring around Nashville. And I go out and the whole side of the car is like dented from the f- very front all the way through the back. Like the whole side of the car is to the point that I can't open. It's the driver's side. I can't open the driver's side door. I have to crawl, go in the passenger side door and crawl into yeah. the driver's side. I'm like, what is going on here?
1: I feel like and
0: there- I, I wasn't drinking or anything. <laughs> like I knew it wasn't, you know, right. you see those movies where people don't remember what happened. I, I was thinking. What did I do last night? Yeah. I brought the car home at like 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. This car was fine, right? Did I run into something somehow? I mean, this was... It wasn't a dent. It was destroyed. And uh, obviously... Yeah, I don't think
1: you told me quite the scope of it.
0: Yes. Um, Someone had come into the parking lot, completely sideswiped the car, whether they were trying to park or what they were doing or whether they are cutting through the parking lot to a, to a road behind. No idea. We, we still don't have any clue what happened, but mm-hmm. that led to a full day of me then having to go to the airport, get another car, file a police report. And then, you know, the problem was then the proceed the next three months, I was fighting with like insurance companies. Right. Even though I had all the paperwork and it, it, they ended up reimbursing me. It was a whole big hubbub for like two months of just some random thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was just parked in a random yeah, parking lot. But your
1: track record precedes you. I mean, almost every year... Of the podcast, I feel like there is some type of rental car mishap. I mean, last uh, year, our true. car completely died on a ferry in the middle of the sea in Croatia. Right. I mean, a brand new car Yeah, just we were the died. very first people
0: to drive that. Go listen to the 2019 year <laughs> review. Yeah, that was crazy. I
1: mean, every year we have just bad luck with rental cars, but I we guess, still keep doing it. Thankfully, good
0: luck with our regular cars, but yeah, bad true, luck, true, knock true, on wood true. here, but bad luck with the rental car. So yeah, that was, I mean... It, it was a mishap. I couldn't have changed it, but it was certainly one of those things that you're like, oh, geez, now yeah. I got to deal with this. So right. anyway, guys, that is our 2020, 2020, I, I usually don't say 2020, 2020 travel pro tips. What I would love to hear from you. We gave you a lot of prototypes. tips. Tell us any that you want, but specifically... If you're looking for one prompt, tell us the most unexpected thing that happened to you in a good way. That's what we're looking for as 2020 comes to a close. You could throw it on Instagram at extra pack of peanuts. If you're listening to podcast later, do it then as well. If you're listening on IG live um, or you're you know watching this on on Instagram right after we record it, throw in the chat for yes. us what is the most unexpected thing that happened to you in a good way. Feel free to, to mention those other superlatives too, but that's the one we really want to hear, right? Yeah. Have, like, It's been a crazy year, Mm -hmm. but a lot of stuff happened. Tell us what the most unexpected thing that happened in a good way was for you. And don't forget, everyone, we are going to go, if you're listening to IG, we are going to go live tomorrow with our double trouble best drinks. Yes and Best Desserts. And if you're listening to podcasts, those will come out the next couple of weeks. weeks. Um, but come join us tomorrow if you listen on IG Live. Uh, to start, we'll be recording this the very first day of 2021. Yes.
1: I can't believe it's the end of the year. I, I can't believe it's the last day. It seems last, very anticlimactic.
0: <laughs> it's very something. Um, but thank you guys. We'll be doing Best Desserts and best, me- um, and best Drinks. And then we'll be doing Best Meals and to close it out, our Best Experiences of on 2020. Have an awesome New Year's.
1: Bye. I saw you and I'll see you again someday.